This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. October 13th through 19th is National Aging in Place Week. And with an aging population, the concept of universal design in the home is growing more and more, making things accessible as easy as changing out a light switch. And throughout the show, we're going to have some tips and little fixes you can do to bring your home into the universal design model. I'm going to say that wrong all day. And, uh, and many of them won't break your bank. You can join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How are you today, sir? Man, I am wonderful. And you? Good. Uh, so are your crews pulled back now that the, the rain was torrential? No. Well, yes and no. Uh, obviously, our outside work is, has come to a stop other than emergency. Right. But um, fortunately, we've got a lot of inside work, so mm-hmm. uh, it's a good opportunity to uh, catch up on that on that side of the business. Right. As soaked as most of the state got yesterday, it still, it still feels like we needed it. It's oh, just, yeah. You know. Sure. No, um, yeah, absolutely. It was nice, though. The burn ban got gone yesterday. Bird band is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels very nice outside. I think everybody gets extra energy when it's like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, so what are you working on? Um, we've, um, we've started... Um, uh, three new houses from the from the ground up, which is always exciting. Get those houses going. Uh, we've got a brand new subdivision in Gluckstadt now that is um, age restricted, meaning a fifty five and over. Oh my gosh, uh, is, that's so awesome! Is the only um, candidate for that subdivision, so that's exciting. That's amazing. Uh, we, uh, we 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 got that kicked off the ground. Um, and we've signed a couple good contracts last week. Good for uh, you. Some apartment so, work and so has the wife had you change any toilet paper holders or anything like that recently? Not yet. Not but yet. It's coming. I'm sure. Yeah, uh, I had to. Okay, I'm going to have a humble moment on the radio. Uh-oh. Here's a Jason humble moment. Now, you know, folks, that uh, Jeff is in here because he is the licensed contractor, the expert, the professional on this show. I'm just a guy that works at his house on the weekends on occasion. <laughs> so uh, in in the saga of the brakes, Jason's brakes. Right. Okay. So I, I put this caliper on last weekend, which is a portion oh, of your brakes. Right? Yes. And I put that on, and everything went great. Well, this weekend I thought, you know, I want to get my brakes bled, which it, it takes some of the sponge out of your brakes. So I took it to the guy, and he said, you are either a genius or an idiot. Mm. First thing out of his mouth. And I said, why? And he said, this is the wrong caliper, but you figured out how to get it on there and make it work. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> no. Come on. So, so I had to go back to the store. <laughs> that is funny. I know. But I, got, I went back to the store, got the correct caliper. Uh, not, by the way, I would like to say, not my fault. It was in the wrong box. Mm. The caliper was in the wrong numbered box. But anyway, I got the new one on there. Brakes are great again and functioning with the <laughs> proper you're Parts. either a genius or an idiot. That's right. Yeah. The first thing you said out of the gate. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. So, oh, uh, so whatever you do today that didn't work out, it wasn't that bad. Mm. So, uh, by the way, uh, last week we talked uh, a bit about decks. 
Yeah, and uh, and we had a caller in with uh, something that made its way under the deck. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Um, what was that critter? I don't think they knew. It was either a big, he said, a big dog or a raccoon or something. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. also, what were you going to say, Java? You were about in there. Okay. Um, if you uh, also, if you need more proof that some people are dumb enough to listen and do what we ask, um, check out this email. Love this. Got it this uh, this morning. Well, not this morning. Anyway, um, here we go. I really appreciate your help. We spoke last week about deck repair, and I'm getting ready to do ours at home. In a later call, you mentioned what I believe is called a San Antonio bar. Yes. Yes. I did a search and located it at Home Depot. It was in the tools section with the pry bars. My 76-year-old back and knees, thank you. Oh, man, it's a great bar. He he put a picture of it in there that he found, and I went and looked at it, and I thought, oh, my gosh. You why can, why does the world not right. know about this yet? That's right. It was unbelievable all the work that could have been avoided in my life with that bar. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, number of calls, 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Um, so I've got an email here from Mark. You ready? Capping an overflow pipe. This one really had me confused. At my house, there is a PVC pipe that runs out to the yard. And every time we run the dishwasher or clothes washer, a good amount of water comes out of that pipe. Recently, we had a plumber out for the unrelated, for an unrelated emergency, and he said we could just cap it, and then the water would all be forced to the main line. Before I did this, is there anything I need to look up at the main line for? Uh, look at the main line for. Would this be overflow pipe be used because there's a clog in the main line? There, there. No, there's something. There's something totally wrong with this picture. Right. Um, the only overflow lines you should have at your house would be your drain pans on your heat and air units, mm-hmm. your drain pan on your water heater, via tankless or tank doesn't matter. It still has to have a drain pan. Um, if you have water coming out of a pipe when you run your dishwasher, something's wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not it's not hooked up properly. It was not installed properly. Something is not right, and, because and, the water and that comes out of the dishwasher should go back down the main line. Should out go of there. to the sanitary sewer, right? Um, it's gray water. Right. It's, it's not black water, but it's gray water. And um, and no, the last thing I'm going to do is plug that line. Okay. Really? And, and Don't plug, plug that my line. Well, there's oh, it might no, flood the house. Yeah, something's wrong. Okay. All right, folks. Uh, oh, and if you hear one of these questions that you might have an idea on, you can call us to 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Um, you got a, another one here that you're going to love, Jeff. All right. This one I don't know. I may need help with also. I moved to Gulfport recently and noticed that none of the houses on my block have gutters. Is that normal for the Mississippi Gulf Coast? How can I keep water from my foundation without gutters? Um, there's pros and cons on gutters. I like gutters as long as they're clean. Okay. There's nothing worse than to have a gutter and it, and it clog up. You're causing more damage than if you don't have a gutter. So let's make it real clear. Uh-huh. Gutters are great, but you've got to clean them. Because now, instead of having runoff, all I have is rainfall. 
Right. Uh, I'd much rather have rainfall than runoff of my roof. And then the other thing about our foundations that we have to remember is that 10 feet out from your from the wall of your house, you want six inches of slope. Ten feet out, six inches of slope. Right. From where? From the edge of your house. From the edge of your house. All the way around it. And it's very easy to do this. Get you a 10-foot 2x4, get you a level, Mm -hmm. and get you a 1x6. A 1x6 is a piece of wood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nail the 1 or the 2x6. 2x6 will work better. Take the 2x6, put it on the very end of the Uh 2x4, lay your level on top of it, take Mm -hmm. it around your house. When that reads level... You you have a a um, a slope of uh, six inches and ten feet. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Real quick, uh, Jeff. We're going to get back to this in a second. And this uh, aging in place. Uh, and and why that's becoming such a big deal. Some population figures that's we were right. talking about a few minutes it ago. It is a huge deal. That's right. It's time for us to take our first break of the hour. When we return, we'll look at restaining your deck to keep it healthy this fall. Also, later we'll share tips about sprucing up your kitchen. Maybe you can complete it in a weekend. 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. I'm Ron Burgundy, and this is Fix It 101. Your home for the arts and music is MPB Music Radio. From classical to bluegrass and everything in between, MPB Music Radio has a sound for every ear. For information on where to find MPB Music Radio, visit mpbonline.org. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks, and today we're talking about universal design. Hey, I got it right that time. And aging in place. Join the conversation this morning with your home improvement questions by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Okay, real quick, I uh, wanted to ask you, one of your uh, aging in place, Jeff, is kind of like one of your expertise areas. It is. Why, why um, is that? How are well, you an expert? Well, I'm, I'm CAPS certified, one, two, and three, and CAPS is nothing more than a certified aging in place specialist is what that stands for. Huh. Uh, and, and the reason it's a big deal, uh, we've got somewhere between 77 and 78 million baby boomers in mm-hmm. this country. And as and I'm one of them. And as we age, we don't have room to go to the nursing home. Right. We just don't have them. The nursing home not uh, ready uh, for the boomers. Right. We're not. Uh, we we make up 25 percent of the population. Mm-hmm. We didn't build our nursing homes to handle 25 percent of the population. <laughs> right. So we have to build our our housing to accommodate that. Right. And it's very, very easy. Let me give you an example of, of what universal design means. Best example I can come up with is an escalator. Everyone knows what that is. Mm-hmm. And everyone can use that, mm-hmm. but the, the individual that, that just absolutely cannot climb those stairs mm-hmm. has to use the escalator. Right. So that's why we call it universal design. Right. 
Um, so you only have the escalator so that that person, so that everyone. Yeah, it's something everyone can use, uh-huh. but the person that cannot climb those stairs must use it. Yeah, we mentioned a light switch, and uh, rather than the standard toggle light switch, right, right. Uh, they might have a, a different way to turn the light on. Yeah, yeah, use the uh, use the push button, the, the rocker switch, right. if you will. And, um, you know, we've got doorbells that have right. lights on them now. So, yeah, you know, th- those are just examples of universal or aging in place. Right. Okay, let's go to Kathleen in Osaka. Ka- uh, Kathleen, you got a comment about those gutters that we were having an issue with earlier in South Mississippi? Yes, and this show is so appropriate for me. I now have to check that box 65 and over, and I cringe every time I do it. Right. <laughs> Listen, when you think about uh, Mississippi or Louisiana, any state that has a lot of rain, sometimes the gutters overfill, and it, it it goes where it's not supposed to go. So I decided to work with it this year. I'm having a French drain put in with a gray gravel rock top, and they're putting pads over by the doors so you can walk. It's just like a little sidewalk, mini sidewalk. What it does, it takes the rain directly from your roof into the French drain, and you can put it anywhere you want, like a swale or make a little pond uh, for toy fish or whatever you want to put in it. That's a good idea. All right. One thing on the aging, Uh when people have pets or animals, they don't want to give them up. Sometimes they have to buy large bags of feed that are heavy. Uh Well, get a trash can that has rollers on it. Put two trash can liner contractor bags in it. Roll it next to the vehicle. Cut the bag there and tilt the bag into the roller. Much easier to roll it where you want. I've done this before. That's fantastic. Good idea. idea. I love you. I love you guys. (laughs) Thanks, Kathleen. Thanks. Appreciate it. Let's keep moving. We're going to go to, uh, is it Virginia we're going to next? Yeah, let's go see Virginia and Meridian. What's going on, Virginia? Well, first of all, I want to tell you guys that I'm 80 years old and I have no intention of aging in flight. Good for you. I'm on the road to Atlanta as we speak. Okay. Um, My problem is every now and then when the um, washing machine drains, it will drain into my sink. Yep. Do I need to have some re-plumbing done? Yep. Yep. And and have it done sooner than later. Um, Let me tell you what's going on. You, You have a blockage in your main sewer line. So the easiest thing for that water to do, you know, everybody says water won't run uphill. Well, you put enough pressure behind it, it will run uphill. So is the sewer is going down the line, it's hitting the clog, and it's saying, whoa, wait a minute, I can't go any further, so now I'm backing up, and the lowest part in your house um, is your, um, it should be your shower or your bathtub. I'm not... But it's coming up in your kitchen sink. Um, Your shower or your bathtub should be the lowest point in your house. Um, But you definitely have blockage in the line. Okay, well, I've been aged a couple of months. Thank you. Okay, (laughs) sorry about that. (laughs) Yep, Yep. but yeah, I I can relate to that. All right, thanks, Virginia. Let's keep on moving. Uh, And if you want to get a call in, it's uh, 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or, of course, email. we got a lot of those today. Fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Johnny's on the line in Tallahatchie County. What's going on, Johnny? Hey, how you doing? Good. What's I'm up? Wonderful. Great, great. Just just repaired an old house, and uh, 
uh, having problem with my water. And when I turn my shower on, I have to turn my water on, cold water on in my sink in order to heat the shower water. What is happening? <laughs> John, uh, Johnny, I don't know, man. That's, well, now it sounds like he has one line smaller than another. I don't know. It's just, so, Johnny, you're telling me that you're turning the hot water on in the shower. Uh-huh. And the only way to get hot water out of that valve is to go over to the sink and turn the water on at the sink. Exactly. Wait, 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 wait. Have you waited this out, Johnny? I've waited it out. You've waited it out. So, like, if you just left the hot water on, like, forever, it would never become hot without turning on the sink? That's what it looked like to me, I guess. I'm no, afraid. there's something else going on. I think it's taking some time for the water to get to this uh, yeah, fixture. Yeah, you, you've, got, you've got one hot water tank, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I want you to, when we hang up, I want you to go to your shower, and I want you to turn the hot water on, and I don't want you to turn anything else on. Right. Right. And, uh, and call us back, because uh, th- that makes no sense at all. Yeah, the only the only explanation is 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 it's having to go through the cold water to get to the hot uh, hot water. In other words, you have to expend what's in the pipe first, and okay. that may have cooled off. Well, someone said that uh, the new shower head that I put in can can you do that uh, uh, some kind of way? Not not differentiating between hot and cold. No. Okay. No, the shower head doesn't have anything. Yeah, to do it's with just that. in and out. So. But the, uh, I mean, I'm okay with hot water not getting to the shower. I'm okay with that. There's several reasons why that would not happen. But what I'm not okay with, I've got my hot water on, and I go to my sink, and I turn my water on, and then it turns hot. That's where I've got the problem. Yeah, uh, uh, flush the commode, uh, and it get hot. Really? What? (laughs) I'm gonna talk. Hey, this is one. This is one for my plumber. I'm gonna find right. out what it is. Yeah, yeah. You just moved to a different level. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. find out what it is, Johnny. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks, man. Let's uh, keep going. Eight 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 seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Question here from Poppy, and uh, Poppy asks, "Hello, we're planning on replacing our trash compactor." Okay. Any hints on removing old compactor? Yeah. Thanks, Poppy. No no problem whatsoever. It slides in the hole. Uh, there's probably two screws in the top of the flange mm. on uh, on the into the countertop, depending on what kind of countertop you have, or it's screwed into the sides. Right. Back those two screws out and pull it out and unplug it. Okay. The only thing I'm going to say first is throw the b- breaker first. You yeah, don't know what I, you're pulling on. I didn't even know that you could buy a trash compactor today. Really? Yeah. I guess you can. Yeah. We we, we never use them. Really? No. Okay. No. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I guess you can just put it in. But, but do turn the power off at the box first because some of those are put in not necessarily with a plug, but they're direct Yeah, wired. I guess it could be hardwired in. It, right. That's the, you know, anything's possible. Right. All right. Uh, eight, seven, seven. MPB ring that's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four, and uh, let's talk about some of the aging in place principles here. Okay, tolerance for error. 
this is kind of the universal design thing. Some of the principles tolerance for error is the design minimizes hazards, accidents or unintended actions. So so this might be uh, best or or one way. uh, An example might be uh, one of the bathtubs that you step into mm-hmm. uh and sit in rather than one of the older styles that sure. you have to step a foot and a half up that's right um it minimizes the hazard for falling sure so that yeah. would be the design that that would be a design another one would be your shower um if you're building a new house uh-huh. um depress that shower into the slab four inches and then at the at the end of the build, your shower floor and your bathroom floors is all the same level, so you uh-huh. don't have to step over that curb, or uh-huh. or if the shower's big enough, you could wheel the wheelchair in there. Oh, cool. Without you know jumping over that that four inch curb. Oh, that's a that's great. Okay, now we get some of those concepts. Okay, uh, let's go to Charles. And uh, he's got a uh, he's in Arkansas. Uh, he's got a comment about our hot water guy. I can't, I can't wait to hear help this. us out with this man. What's going on? Oh, nothing much. Uh, does the man have a tankless water heater? We didn't oh, ask that didn't question. Ask. That was the stupidest but, thing in the world to not ask him that. What, Thanks, Charles. What difference would that make? I had a friend that had one, and the only way he could get hot water to his shower was to turn the sink water on at the same time, having something to do with the flow through the tankless heater. Well, that would increase that would increase the volume of water going through that heater, right? But it, which would speed it up, which would which would speed it up. But it's not going to make that flame any hotter. That well, that electric. Well, it's still not going to make that. It's still not going to make the electric any harder. All it's going to do is move water. It's going to move a larger volume of water through that heater, isn't it, Jason? Now, if. No, and I'm thinking actually the electric may be playing something there. I mean, I I'm not sure, Charles. I I'm tell not, you what, um, not even sure. But if there is a pro out there listening that's like, oh, you guys are idiots. I got this. Yeah. Call me eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Got a lot of emails this week. You can send one to fix it one hundred one at mpbonline dot org. Let's go to one of those right now, uh, real quick. This one, this one's great. Okay, recently had a utility right, uh, room light behaving badly. Now get this, Jeff. This is this. All right, changed out the light wall switch and was getting ready to replace the fixture when another LED bulb started acting in the bathroom, acting up in the bathroom. I said, hmm. Found an incandescent bulb. Screw it in, and it works perfectly. Some reason the LED bulb was cutting in and out, but an incandescent bulb worked perfectly. The point is, I had two defective LED bulbs that I replaced. Seems LEDs have a little micro-circuit board in them uh. to convert 110 down to the voltage they need or something. Basically, what this guy is saying is that he, he got two bummer LEDs. Wow. Yeah. Uh, th- well, that's definitely something you can take back to the store and say that of course. it doesn't work. But, sure. Um, Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. Okay, universal design tips for the home. Uh, You just mentioned, we mentioned uh, designs for, say, the handicap getting in the shower or the bath. What about, uh, as as unfun as it is to talk about sometimes, what about the toilets? Is there a a universal design there that, that... 
There, kind of. Um, there's, there's one that um, all you have to do is run your hand over the, the lid of the toilet, and it flushes. Oh, um, there's a Kohler makes a toilet seat that actually is um, heated. It actually um, cleans your bottom for you. Um, so. Did you uh, say that? I did say that. Wow. And, um, um, we, we built uh, we built two houses in Lake Caroline, and, and uh, Kohler stepped up to the plate and really donated a bunch of stuff like that Good. for the aging for the, for the build. Yes, right. yes. Um, uh, one other thing I want to ask you about doorknobs, and this was the neatest thing right. to me. Doorknobs. I never in my life looked at a doorknob as a uh, an obstacle. Yep. It is. Uh, it yes, never it occurred is. to me, and I'm 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 getting terrible arthritis, and yep. so I know it's coming for me too. What's what's the deal, Dorian? Um, you use a lever mm-hmm. instead of a knob that you have to turn. Right. Use a lever that you can simply push you can just put down your on. weight on it. That's right. Right. That's right. You you can you can have your cane in your hand uh-huh. almost, and even push down on that and open up the door. Right. Um, Stanley makes a residential. Uh, door opener uh-huh. that comes with a remote or a button. Right, just hit the remote; the door will open up for you. So no th- there are there are. Listen, this is a big big uh, deal. So all your major companies are jumping in this in this aging in place. Fantastic! All right, it's time for another break. If you have any home improvement questions, give us a call. Also, we're talking about aging in place. If you've made some modifications to your home, give us a call and tell us about your experience. And when we return. We'll go through some easy projects that will help you add universal design to your home. To join the conversation, give us a call with your questions or comments at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Stay tuned. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. And if you missed any part of today's show, you can always listen back on your on our website at mpbonline.org slash fixit101 or by podcast on our MPB public media app or your favorite podcast app. Join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at MPB online.org. Believe it or not, we've gotten uh, stumped a couple of times this hour, and we're trying to work those out. So right now, I'm going to go talk to uh, Ken and Port Gibson about our water heater guy. There was a gentleman who called and said that when he turned on his shower, he had to turn on his bathroom sink in order for hot water to leave the shower. So, Ken, are you with us? morning jason enjoying the show this morning thank Thanks you sir i'm glad you could call in hey uh dealing from uh real world experience here uh-huh we need to consider in in our hot water issue issue here now we don't know whether he has a uh on demand type water heater or not right but if he if he does those have a threshold limit for turning the heat on be it electric or or gas flame either one and uh, that's an adjustable limit on some of these heaters. We uh-huh. had an experience where a client was using a super low-flow shower head, and there was not enough flow to turn the heater on. 
Oh, I bet you well, that's it. I bet well, you Jesus you, is hit it. You, you know what, Ken? A buddy of mine is texting me right now and said the same thing. Uh, what about the mixer valve being more on the cold side and not yep. pulling enough volume of water into the sink? Not pulling enough volume of water. So when you turned your sink on, you had enough volume of water to get there. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Ken. Wow. Right. Man, one I other, appreciate it. That's fantastic. Yeah, one other thing about your uh, gutters on the coast. Yes, sir. Uh, something to consider there is the soil is much more permeable. Yeah, true. To the coast. That's so, right. You know, there hadn't been the need for gutters in a lot of instances. Right. Okay. Y'all keep up the good work, guys. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Ken. Appreciate it. Let's uh, let's keep on moving. We'll go to uh, what? Richard and Madison. Richard, are you with us? Um, I um. I have a brother-in-law who has a tankless hot water heater. Yes, sir. That to use, it's in his guest house. Um, that you have to turn on the hot water in the sink to get, keep hot water in the shower reliably. Uh huh. Otherwise, you're you're partway through your shower and it goes cold. Yikes. Uh, so I'm glad to hear what the other guy said about there being maybe there's a mixer valve issue. Yeah, and um, there seems yeah. to be some uh, backup on that opinion. So that, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. There, I yeah, think I'm right. getting. Uh, my phone is actually blowing up right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the point that I, uh, I've i developed a bad taste for uh, uh, the tankless hot water heaters. Because of that mixing issue? Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, which I didn't know about. To me, it just, they weren't reliable. Also, I had a tankless hot water heater in Taiwan when I was stationed there many, many years ago. It was a little one on the wall outside the uh, uh, bathroom. Mm-hmm. And uh, you'd be taking a shower, and if it ran out of propane, which is, <laughs> yeah, you true. could hear it. You could hear the gas go off, and you had about three seconds to turn the water <laughs> off before it was gone. But you, you know what? You know what, Richard? I do like the tankless in in certain applications, like. Um, uh, summer, you know, summer host, something that you're not living in full time. Um, right. You know, I, I, no reason to heat water. I like them. I really do. I think it's. I think it's what we're going to go to eventually is exclusive tankless. But that's my opinion. Well, right. My other comment is on draining the uh, uh, dishwasher uh, or bathtubs or whatever the man had right. out into the yard. Yes, sir. We grew. Uh, I grew up in a little town about sixty miles north of the coast that essentially was built on is built on sand. Uh-huh. And Dad bought a, a portable dishwasher from Sears in about nineteen fifty two. Right. And just drained it out under the house. Which I mean, meant, yeah, I, right. I remember those, but I mean, we we can't do that. I know you can't do that now, but <laughs> right. uh, we had the greatest bed of mint you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> uh, and if you, there are some applications where people deliberately take the gray water from the bath or the dishwasher or something and use for flower beds and so forth. And yeah, a lot of folks do that. Don't turn it into a septic system or something like that. Yeah, you know, I'm glad you brought that up, that that portable dishwasher. I remember that mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, you could roll around the kitchen. It had a... Yeah, had and a, you just... Didn't and they, you? they got real handy because after a while, they started putting tops on them that you could use as cooking space. I think ours had a know? butcher block yeah, top yeah. on it, and we hooked it up to the... If I remember, I was born in 1961... I think I think we hooked it up to the to the uh, kitchen faucet. I think. Yeah, no, yeah. I think Dad eventually hard hard plumbed it in, but yeah. it was uh, it had a but it had a glass. No, maybe this was the one at the, at Sears. You the know. display one that had a glass circle in the top, and you could watch it 
<laughs> you know, Ken, I mean, Richard, why why would we have one of those, though? I mean, where did we put the thing when we didn't use it? Because if you're uh, eight, that would be cool to look at. We have a little old click clock. Now, this is only like a 1,200-square-foot house. I know, uh, but so, you still had to store it somewhere. Well, yeah, there, there was right next to the kitchen was where you came in the back door was uh, a space for the washer. You didn't uh, have dryers in those days, so it just rolled into there. <laughs> All right, Richard, we appreciate it. All righty, thanks. Thanks, man. Let's keep on moving. We'll go to uh, Rob in Tupelo. What's going on, Rob? You were making a comment about those LED lights. We had a a guy sent in an email and said that when he turned on one LED light, it knocked out two of them. And so he he mentioned that they had little circuit boards, and these seemed to be bad. Uh, You had a comment about that, Rob? Yes, I do. And good good morning, guys. Good morning. Yes. So the LED uh, lamps, I'll just real quick. Uh, function similar to HID and fluorescent lamp systems where they need a ballast to convert the energy, the 120 volt or whatever voltage is coming in from the line, to the voltage necessary to drive those lamps or LED chips in this particular case. It's called, and the, the industry has called that a driver instead of a ballast. Oh, okay. And, and what they're able to do now is they've got these drivers are very, very tiny, as you see in the A-lamp-shaped bulbs or in the uh, fluorescent replacement uh, bulbs, or we call them lamps in the industry, right. that uh, convert the energy. So um, the thing is, those are, um, they can be relatively robust, but they are more sensitive to electrical interference from other devices. Uh-huh. And that's maybe been uh, another one of the causes. For example, I've seen where certain garage door openers You've got the garage door opener and you've got a light bulb in there mm-hmm. where it says do not use LED lamps because the interference of the motor and that LED to that LED lamp and driver will cause that lamp to fail. No and way. So, so when you have other electrical devices, and I'm not saying this happens all the time, right. but there are certain times when that driver can be impacted by other electrical devices. And I'm thinking with this, um, with this gentleman, I don't, I don't recall if he said it was in his... Um, fan in his bathroom, you know, where you got the exhaust fan. Uh, right, right. And that motor may also interfere with that LED lamp. Interesting. So that's, and it's, and it's um, sometimes a hit or miss. Also, uh, I've been to these manufacturing facilities, and they make them, I and mean, literally by the millions. And uh, what will happen is if you get um, one bad driver, typically because of the way they're manufactured, if there's some form of a flaw, you'll see that in a multitude of those drivers all in a row. And so, Which would make sense. Yeah, because they're, they're manufactured at the same time. Say they have a bad capacitor sure. or some, some bad component, and, uh, and you don't realize that until it goes into, uh, into operation. Now, they do vigorous testing, but sometimes things slip by, and, and that's why you might see two lamps out of the same package be bad. Right. And that's a possibility as well. Wow, thanks, Rob. I appreciate it. All right, let's uh, keep on moving. One of our favorite folks is calling. Yeah. Timothy from Louisiana is on the line. Timothy off the grid. What's going on, man? Good morning, lads. How are you, <laughs> well, sir? All right, this phone is charged by wind power. Yeah. Uh, how do we know that? I, <laughs> say what? I keep thinking of how a phone. How do we know that? <laughs> okay, I keep thinking of a phone with, you remember the propeller on top of yeah. like the head? Sure. You know, like that hat with yeah. the propeller and cartoons? That's what I'm thinking of when I think of your phone. 
<laughs> no, 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 no. Nope. I, I just uh, I just took unplugged it from my charging system. You know. Oh, okay. And I've got all LEDs. Uh, and no problems whatsoever, you know. Well, good. Um, you were calling and, uh, about aging in place? Yes. Uh, the cost of, of electricity and everything else. You know, my neighbors out here on the bayou, mm-hmm. some of them are paying $200 a month for their electricity, right? Yes, sir. That is not an unheard of number. No. <laughs> yes. Yes. All year long, you know, and right. you know if you were to take twenty four hundred bucks and put it on solar panels, in two years of of, of paying out, you know, right. you'd have a, a pretty nice system, you know. Well, let and me ask: no is, more bill is twenty four hundred bucks going to buy me enough solar to to take the place of the power that I'm currently using? Maybe if I no. diminish, you know. No. Forty eight hundred will though. Oh, okay. That's two years well, of electricity. You know? How about the batteries though? Uh, yes, and, and batteries are dropping like crazy. That is true. I, like I got to give you that. Uh, ba- I, I like the, uh, the lithium the, iron. It's yeah. the storage system that's causing the grief right now. The lithium is, ion. They don't know how to contain it just yeah. yet. No, uh, li- yeah, no lithium iron. Oh, iron. Sorry. Sorry. Yes. Okay. You know the old Edison battery was iron. Right. Right. And uh, they've just combined lithium with iron and come up with a perfectly safe, you know, I, yeah. I must confess that I, I experimented with uh, the lipos, you know, uh-huh. and they're really handy and small, you know. Right. But also one of the components you need to have is capacitors, a capacitor bank to handle heavy loads, you know, mm-hmm. like in startup loads, you know. Man, Timothy, so, you are so another level. You you are oh, so boy, good at this. All you need is a freaking library card. Come on, <laughs> a library card. I love it, Timothy. You're the smartest man right here, right now. Thank you, sir. Get up and get it. All right, <laughs> appreciate it. Have a great day. Um, real quick, I've got a uh, I've got a uh, email here that I got to get to. That it has it comes with pictures. I know you can't see them on the air, but. Here's the deal. Uh, We've got an email that says, I live in Pearl down by Whitfield, and this afternoon I noticed a crack in the bricks directly above my uh, middle of my two-car garage. There's no evidence of a foundation issue anywhere else uh, in the house, so I'm thinking it has to do with that weight being poorly supported. The house is six years old. Is this something I need to be worried about? Keep an eye on or call someone immediately. Um what, what well, do you think? Yeah, and there's a lot is, of weight above that garage door. I'm looking at the pictures right, right what, now. What they're um, talking about, folks, to to these pictures. If you think about, it, if you've got a brick house, because this house is a brick, is brick. You can see a lot of times. A lot of us have these cracks that are between the bricks and the mortar. A lot of people have those kind of cracks. I always seem to start getting. Uh, it starts making me feel not so good about it when I see a brick cracked in half. Right. The mortar I'm okay with, but this one has got a brick. But there's a lot of brick above this garage door, which I don't like that design. Right. Um, It's a lot of weight. A lot of weight. Uh, Understand brick is nothing but makeup. It is not... It is not holding anything on that house. Right. Um, State of Mississippi, you have a six-year warranty uh, mandated by the state. Um, You said your house was six years. Um, I don't like the brick being cracked in half. Interesting. Yeah, six years old. 
uh, cracked in half brick, and you're not seeing any structural problems, but you don't know what you're seeing. Uh, you don't know and, if there's and, something there or not. And the state warranty is, is running out rapidly. Okay. So. Well, there you go. Something to get on. Time for our last break of the hour. Call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. When we come back, we're going to give you a plan on how to add safety bars to your bathroom. It's not as hard as you think. Stay tuned. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Jeff Simmons. If you missed any part of today's show, you can always listen back on our website at mpbonline.org slash fixit101 or by podcast on our MPB public media app or your favorite podcast app. Join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. You mentioned something while we were in break, Jeff, that you might want to clear up. Right, yes. I said the state puts the warranty on the house. The state does not warrant that house. Right. Um, it's 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 mandated by the state that the builder has a six-year warranty on the, the foundation of that home. Right. So. so that that could be, yeah, and that six years, if your house is there, then you might want to call quickly. Yeah. So, uh, so. Uh, real quick, before we get into uh, some of these calls, or should we go ahead and take some, Java? Um, I wanted to talk about this grab bar installation. Uh, okay, here's what you're going to need. This is this is for the restroom. This is, this is great, okay? Uh, you need a, a, a four-in-one screwdriver. A cordless drill is always nice. Uh, a level. Levels are always important when you're putting holes in the wall. Safety glasses. Uh, a stud finder. No giggling. Uh, and a tape measure. All right. And so here we go. You take that bar, right? Mark mounting locations on the wall with uh, strips of one and a half inch painter's tape at the height you need and roughly as long as the grab bar you want. Now think about that. If you're sitting in a tub... Where does that bar need to be for you to lift up on it? Right. Um, so remember that. So using a stud finder, locate the position of wall studs and mark them on the painter's tape strips. Okay. So find those studs where they are. And, and because what you the, the screws that you put in there to hold up this bar are the screws that are holding you up when you're when you're so so you, you want to hit a stud on there. Uh, use a grab bar mounting flange as your guide and mark the pilot hole locations over your uh, stud marks. So wherever you mark on the studs, hey, I want to put a, a screw here and a screw here. Now drive the mounting screw screws that came with the grab bar or use the two and a half inch panhead screws. You pay attention to the resistance you feel uh, as you do the screws because you don't want to go too hard. If you feel the resistance slack off before you're finished, that could be a sign that the screw tip broke off. Throw the other side of the stud. That happens. Uh, but just reduce the strength a little bit. Now, uh, slide the grab bar covers over the mounting flanges and apply moderate pressure to the bar to test the strength. Yep. Um, so there you go. Let's keep mo- Let's go to uh, Keith and Gulfport. has got a comment about safety bars and showers. What, what are you thinking, Keith? What's going on? Well, I just want to relay to you guys something that I learned on the safety bars is it's wonderful to have them. It's just that as people use them and bathe, they hang their their washcloths over those bars, mm-hmm. and they have a tendency not to clean that area, and that will harbor a great deal of bacteria 
and potential infection. So Interesting. I would advise people to be very cognizant because the bars are handy. You can grab them. You can grab them at the commodes. Right. You can grab them in the showers. But remember what you're grabbing. Right. It, it needs to be clean. No, I agree all. with that. Good for you, Jerry. I appreciate that. Our key, sure. Sorry. Uh, no, no problem. I just wanted to run that by you guys because I have had some experience with that of late, and it uh, it proved to be true. Is that if that were cleaned up, it kind of eliminated uh, an issue that was wow. going on with some bacterial infection. Well, right. sorry to hear about that, man. Um, <clears throat> I appreciate the call. That's some great advice. All right, let's keep moving. Jerry's on the line in Gulfport, and he's got a three-year-old home. What's going on with this home? Well, when it get a lot of rain, we uh, have smells coming from uh, sewer smell coming from the uh, bathroom. When it rains, yes. But but is it just when it rains? Yes. Okay. okay. Are you on um, Are you on gravity flow sewer or septic grinder station? What's your What's your sewer makeup? I get uh, uh, gravity flow. City, really? You are on yes. gravity flow. For sure. Yes. Not, what else could it be? Well, well, yeah, yeah, it could be. Tank. It could be septic tank. It could be grinder station. I don't have any of that. Okay. Okay. Um, do you think a? Uh, do you think maybe a a something on the outside a a? It almost sounds like a lift station close to his house. Really? Yeah. Um. You know, he could be, even though he could be on gravity flow, there's still a lift station, going to a lift station somewhere. Right. Um, Jerry, uh, there are things that you can put in the line, uh, you know, in, in line. What I mean is, is you know, you've got your pipe coming in, your stuff coming in, uh, uh-huh. uh, and your, your um, stacks going out may need to be changed. That way you can get that stuff out of the, is there any way to do that, Jeff? To move those gases away from... I mean, that's why we put P-traps. That's why you have a P-trap in your house is to eliminate sewer gas. Right. Because the P-trap fills up with water. Right. The P-trap is the little curvy thing on the bottom of your sink and your toilet and everything and else that keeps tub, just a... Every, right. Yeah, everything yeah. has a P-trap. It keeps a little bit of water there so the air cannot come back through. That's right. Are you having a problem with plumbing on, on any of your particular uh, faucets or anything? No. Or drains? Not that I'm aware of. And the smell is only when it rains. Yes. Man, we've had two... Um, we got to have your plumber back in. We need man. my plumber. <laughs> okay. Where's my plumber? We're going to be looking for a plumber here in just a minute. So <laughs> there we go. Uh, you know, Jeff, uh, uh, Jerry, I'm not exactly sure. I got I got a punt. And uh, if someone out there has heard of this and has dealt with this and might have a better answer, we'd love to hear from you. It's 877-MPB-RING or 877-672-7464. Jerry, we're going to get you an answer on this thing. Um Java? Well, I don't I mean I don't have the answer, but uh yeah, oh. please please send us an email, fix it one oh one at uh mpbonline.org. But as we get out of here, uh guys, we got a real quick question just came through the email. Okay. Um uh is there from John, I'm not really sure where he's from, but it says, Is there a preservative for non treated southern pine to use as house siding? That's what that's what he said. So it's, basically a, a piece of of uh 
let's see, non-treated southern pine. Is there a preservative for non-treated southern pine to use as house siding? Well, to use siding. for siding. Um, gosh, I, man, I'm telling you, if you're that's gonna a put, hard way to do it. Yeah, if you're going to put siding on your house, you use a use a concrete product, a hardy. That's a brand name, but the only thing I can think of is tar. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. I got to think about it. Wow. It's a rough day for you, Jeff. It is a rough day for me. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill. For Jeff Sammons, and Jay, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for, I forgot who I was. Stay tuned for <laughs> Everyday Tech with Jay White and join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.